0: Welcome back to WitGift Conversations, the podcast where we talk to staff, to parents and to pupils about topics that are relevant to you. In this episode, we're speaking to John Chisholm, short course marketing manager and teacher of English as a foreign language. John will tell us all about the Whitgift Summer School, what a typical day or week looks like, how the Whitgift Summer School differs from others in the UK and why it's valuable for both WitGift boys and Old Palace girls. John will also talk about what's been happening over the past couple of years as COVID restrictions have meant that things haven't been running over the summer as usual. But come with me now as we learn all about the Witgift Summer School with John Chisholm. John, thank you for being here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. How are you doing today? Yeah, very well, thank you. Just
1: actually come back from Berlin recently on my first international trip for about ooh, 18, 19 mm-hmm. months, whenever the pandemic hit. That's when everything stopped. So yeah, just doing all the follow-up emails to prospective uh, people that I've, that I've met.
0: So what was happening in Berlin? What were you doing out there then?
1: So essentially, in pre-pandemic times, and now, I travel around the world and I promote Whitgift School, mainly for our international summer school. And I meet parents, I meet teachers, and also meet uh, students who would like to come to mainly come to Whitgift during the summer for our summer school but also occasionally students who are interested in applying
0: uh, year-round okay right understood so thank you for that we're going to be looking more at the international summer school shortly but first of all john i'd love to know a little bit more about your own education what part of the world you grew up in and how you found school when you were a young a young boy
1: well yes originally from suffolk and I uh, went to sixth form in Colchester, which actually is in North Essex, and then I went to university and I studied for a BA in French literature, uh, which involved spending a year in Lyon at the university there, and then I came back to the UK, finished my degree, and actually went into teaching English as a foreign language, so I've been around the EU quite a bit. I taught at university in France for two years, then taught in Verona for three years, before teaching in Holland at university there, and then returning to the big smoke.
0: (laughs) Wow. So what was it about learning French and spending time in France that appealed so much? Did you spend time in France when you were a young boy for summer holidays? Yeah, well, I mean,
1: yes, I kind of cheated a little bit. My mother is French, which led to me having a keen interest in French literature, which I then went on to study at university. I, uh, emphasis on literature, not language. I was really focused on the literature and film,
0: um, and that's what led to me doing that. I see, right. So was that part of the Erasmus programme then, that you are in, in France? That's right, yeah. So I spent
1: one year at university in France, which was quite eye-opening and, and is very, very different to university in, in the UK.
0: And then you mentioned Verona and I think Holland as well, you said. What was it that took you to both of those places? Just career progression, really. I
1: spent two years in, in France teaching and then a different role came up in Italy. I'd always wanted to go to Italy as well. And then, yeah, after three years, it was time to take the next step and, and move, move on to Holland, mm. which was a fantastic place to, to
0: teach, actually. I really enjoyed it there in Holland as well. Very different weather, I have to say, (laughs) compared to Italy. (laughs) Yeah, no, very different. And I imagine from Verona, you can probably ski in wintertime as well, can't you? Yeah, I mean, it it has everything. Lakes in the summer, as well as
1: it's not far from the sea, and up to the mountains in the the Dolomites in the winter.
0: Sign me up, I'll be there in a heartbeat. John, we're, (laughs) we're going to talk about the International Summer School but tell us first of all, if anyone's listening to this and maybe they've heard of it, maybe they haven't heard of it, but they don't know anything at all about it. Tell us in a snapshot what it is first of all. So the International Summer
1: School at WitGift is for students who are aged between eleven and sixteen years of age, who want to come to the UK to learn English or take part in our international baccalaureate preparation course. So essentially it's a way for them to spend a couple couple of weeks in the UK in a fantastic setting and make the most of the culture, soaking up the culture, improving their English language skills or academic skills. And the aim is for them to leave with unforgettable unforgettable positive memories, really.
0: I see. Right. So it's giving a chance for them not just to have a good time, but to understand more about the, the English culture and the English language. Is that right?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think there definitely is a... It's 50-50, I would say. You know, we understand that it's the summer and they, they need to have fun, which is why we have such a rich co-curricular programme, which really tries to mirror the incredible things that Whitgift does year-round from a co-curricular perspective. We kind of try to embrace the idea of having a fourth term in the summer, you know, having that continuity between the
0: main school, the main school and the summer school. So when these young people come across to do the summer school how long are they in the UK for it varies it can be between two
1: weeks or six weeks most students come for two to three weeks but they can also stay for four or six weeks and some of these students actually stay for four or six weeks because they want to get a feeling of what boarding is like in in the UK so coming to one of a, you know a program like ours enables them to have a snapshot of what it actually means to go to a boarding school in the UK.
0: So do people arrive and leave at different times? Then, if people are there for for different amounts of time, it's almost like people are coming and going for you know different times throughout the summer period.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a come and go, and you can have. It's around week three or four that we have a real mix of people that didn't start at the same time really so someone who someone who came in week one and is staying for three weeks will then meet someone who arrived in week two and is staying for four weeks and so there is a lot of overlap
0: yeah talk me through what a typical day or a typical week might look like what are the kinds of things that people would do
1: it's very busy it's very very busy typically students wake up at eight o'clock they'll have breakfast Lessons in the morning, 9 till 12.30, with, with breaks, obviously. And then at 12 o'clock is when our student hosts from Whitgift School and Old Palace of Whitgift arrive. And there's about 30 or 40 of these Whitgift boys and Old Palace girls who take part, and they are integral to the, to the programme. They take part in everything from midday till 930 so there's the afternoon project work with the international students, the activities, dinner, and then the evening activities.
0: And when you say evening activities, what sort of things are included in that?
1: Anything from the Friday night disco mm-hmm. to orienteering, film night, mini Olympics, laser tag, what else do we... Egg protector challenge. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a wide range of things that they get involved in, yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow, fantastic. And what kinds of places do people come from to do the summer school?
1: I think that's one of the, the great things about the International Summer School is that we have students from so many different nationalities. I think in 2019, which was the last year we, we ran before, before the pandemic, we had 24 nationalities represented. Gosh, right. The top, the top, yeah, the top nationalities are France, Germany, Switzerland, Italy, Turkey, Japan, and China; those are our top top ones. But we also have students from Poland, Slovenia, Croatia, Spain, Portugal. Our aim is to get as many nationalities as possible.
0: I'm dying to ask then, what's the most unusual location that somebody's come from? That's a very very good question. Do
1: you know what? I don't know if I've got the answer to that one. Potentially, may, maybe it might be a bit of a cop out, but San Marino.
0: Oh, okay, right, right. So, <laughs>
1: Yeah. Which of course is, is is its
0: own country but obviously is in is in Italy within Italy. So yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna get away with that. <laughs> We can go with that, John. We can go with that. Okay, mm-hmm. so how did the summer school originate? How did it start? Why did it start and where did it come from? Yeah, so back in I think it was twenty fifteen, just after the boarding house
1: here at Whitgift was was built, the, the, the person who came up with the idea just saw saw something, saw the potential. You know, a boarding house empty over the summer should be used. And this fantastic programme was was created. Mm. And it's just gone from strength to, strength to strength as the years have gone by. And we, we were really new on, on the summer school scene, as it were. And we have managed to cement ourselves as... Uh, a very popular and well recognized and respected summer school provision on on that circuit which uh, uh, you know if you don't know the sort of summer school circuit it's huge i mean there are hundreds of language school providers in the uk all vying for you know uh, all the students and it's a, it's, a, it's a massive it's a massive massive sector yeah it's huge
0: so how does the wit gift summer school offering differ to the other offerings here in the uk then well i think (laughs) mainly we
1: we are one of the only if not the only summer school that has student hosts from its own school involved there are other summer schools that you know have um, um british students involved as the student ambassadors but i think we're one of the only ones that have our Boys and girls from our palace involved. That's a huge thing for for parents. I mean, imagine if you wanted to go, Simon, to I don't know, Germany to practice your German. You'd want as much exposure as possible to the German language, right? Mm. Right. So a parent wants that for their child when they come to the UK, and that although you know we have amazing, talented teachers who teach at the summer school, I think speaking with your peers. Is a really unique experience that the international students have when they come here. You know, speak, and they they also get to an insight into the school. You know, it's it's they they become quickly part of the community, and that's thanks to the
0: student hosts. And do they create friendships there, which they then keep after the summer schools finished?
1: Yeah, and last year or the year before last, I was talking to a a, a Whitgift boy who who told us that. He's still in touch with students from South Korea and Spain and they even came to visit him in London a couple of years after. So, yeah, we're forming friendships, lifelong friendships, and that's really the main aim.
0: So I can really see the benefits then for some of the children coming across from different countries and engaging and interacting with Whitgift boys and Old Palace girls. But tell me what the benefits are for those children, for those young people to be hosts themselves.
1: I believe that the main reason that they apply to be student hosts is to have that cross-cultural experience. Mm-hmm. So they're learning from boys and girls from all over the world, countries that they may not have visited yet, mm-hmm. or they may not have the chance to in the near future, hear about someone from Moscow and what they do on a day-to-day basis and talk to somebody from Tokyo and it, it's it's a way for them to broaden their horizons, I would say, and you know, focus, look at the world from a different perspective. Mm. Really,
0: mm.
1: I think that's the, the the big the big thing. And it's a, it's a, it, can, it can be, you know, there can be challenges sometimes, obviously linguistic and there's confusion. And, but on the whole, that's the way, you know, they learn. I think to to, to learn about mm. someone new and a different place and a different perspective on life. I think mm. that's that's really, really important for, mm. for them. And I think that's why they apply it.
0: I, I think a lot of people would agree that you know, it is an important thing to see the world through other people's eyes. But tell me why you think that's important yourself. It's a way to, for, the, for, for people to get out of their comfort zone. And it's a
1: way for them to, as I said, broaden their horizons and learn something new and, and question themselves about what they, what they thought you know previously and has their opinion changed have they learnt something new have they questioned have they have they engaged critically you know through this opportunity to meet someone from a completely different background to their own
0: I love that idea of getting out of your comfort zone because we're often told aren't we that growth only happens when we are outside of our comfort zone that's literally the only time growth can happen absolutely yeah definitely
1: and I think that
0: really ties in with the ethos
1: of 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 Whitgift, you know yeah. trying to do things that beyond what you thought was possible yeah and having that can do attitude and i think that's really what we see with with some student hosts is that you know they come back the next year and the next year and the growth in them is is is, is fantastic and mm-hmm. the older ones then become the, the 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 leaders as it were and they Really set the standard for the younger student hosts as well. Mm. So it's there's a really positive sort of cycle there, as it were.
0: Now you mentioned yourself that the previous or the the last summer school happened in 2019. No need to take any guesses as to why it didn't happen in 2020 or 2021. But what's been happening with the summer school during that time? You know, is it the kind of thing that can happen remotely or online? Uh, I mean, you know, what, what actually happens there?
1: Yeah. So nothing happened in 2020 as it were. However, I did help with Andy Marlowe, the Director of Partnerships and Community with the Community Summer School, which was for local primary school children. And I also did that this this year in 2021. However, I also helped run online summer school. So we ran an English course and we also ran a pre-IB course. So we managed to do something on the international scene in 2021, which was really really positive given Mm. the the context
0: gosh that's amazing because actually i I asked that question almost as a joke thinking that there's no way at all that any of that could happen but it's it's really encouraging to hear that at least something did happen online definitely definitely it was a real morale booster
1: you know for everyone involved and it was also fantastic to engage with parents and students again after a, a
0: fallow year Okay, so I'd love to, given that we're talking about various different countries around the world, I'd love to know from you one thing that you love about France so much. It doesn't have to be the best thing about France, but just one thing you love about the country. I think it would have to be the food and the rugby. I know that's two, but... (laughs) That's two. You can combine. That's all right. In particular, the food. What what about the food? I I think it's probably the the
1: diversity of Mm. food there. You can go to the north of France and eat seafood on the coast of Brittany and then you can go to Catalonia and eat rustic meatballs you know which is you know completely different and i think it's also the the sheer quality and the sheer identity of of food in in the regions which is incredible really you know really really fascinating really, it's very very fascinating in my opinion <laughs>
0: Okay, and then outside of France, in fact, outside of Europe, tell me a country that you've never been to but you'd like to go to at some stage. Outside of Europe, a place that I would like to go to would be Argentina, actually. Oh, that's an interesting one. I wasn't expecting that. What is it about Argentina that appeals? I think it links back to France,
1: actually. They say that Buenos Aires is very similar to, to Paris, and I would just love to see that you know, with a South American tinge to it, for sure. Yeah.
0: Well, I might, I might join you with that because Paris is one of my favourite cities in the world and Argentina, I've certainly never been there. So maybe our, maybe we'll meet up out there one day, who knows. John, where can people go to find out more about this, about the summer school and about booking up as well?
1: So I think the best place to be, to go to would be at the website, which is www.witgift.co.uk forward slash short courses forward slash
0: short courses all one word I guess
1: all one word yeah perfect or if you were to just type into Google Whitgift Summer School then you would find uh, us
0: uh, that's quickly. probably a more straightforward way of doing it as well that's what we all do these <laughs> days isn't it <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> John look I, we need to bring this to a close but thank you for your time being here thanks for opening up this whole world of the International Summer School it's really good to hear all about it and about how this service that Whitgift is providing but thank you for your time Thank you very much, Simon. So that was John Chisholm talking about the Whitgift Summer School and the wider community. Thank you so much, John, for joining us on this episode of the podcast. It's really good to talk to you. Now, if you'd like to find out anything more, then be sure to check out Short Courses on the Whitgift School website. It's www.whitgift.co.uk forward slash short